From the studios of the Clive Davis Institute of Recorded Music at NYU, I'm Alan Watson. And hello, everyone, and welcome to December's AES Journal podcast. In this, our last edition of 2019, we set out with a message from a seasonally appropriate three presidents, past, present, and yet to come. David Shearman, Nadja Wallace-Kovitz, and Agnieszka Roginska recount the success of the past year and thank the membership, AES supporters, volunteers, industry partners, staff, and governance team for making the Society's year a good one. Season's greetings are conveyed to all. There's also a note from our editor-in-chief, Bozina Kostek, in which she recounts a year in the life of the AES Journal, notes the challenges and opportunities of open access, and thanks the staff, editors, and reviewers for their hard work during 2019. December is always a bumper issue, and this is no exception. We start out our first main part with seven research papers spanning topics from acoustic classification to the simulation of the Odnez Martineau. Rajmika Patol and Priti Rege first discuss ways in which automatic classification of acoustic scenes can be an aid to the authentication of recordings. Using features extracted from the room impulse response or from reverberated recordings, they successfully managed to classify a variety of scenes with almost 100% accuracy using a two-layer artificial neural network. In a fascinating paper by Andrew Davis, we discovered that it's possible to predict the playability of old polyester tapes using a technique based on the contact angle of a tiny water droplet. The approach is non-technical and relatively easy to apply, and the results can often be interpreted by eye, which makes it attractive for the use in archiving contexts. Our third paper this month is an interesting investigation into how classic electronic music instruments can be simulated using heterodyne processing. The Odnez Martineau was invented in 1928 and is played using a sliding ribbon to create an eerie wailing sound. Here the instrument is simulated using linear, nonlinear, and time-varying components. And the authors corroborate the idea that the Odnez Martineau's ribbon-controlled circuit is close to an ideal oscillator. Siobhan McGinnity and her colleagues go on to discuss the management of sound levels in live music venues. They try to find a strategy that might help to reduce excessively loud sound using a software-based management system, and they tried it in six indoor venues in Melbourne, Australia. Interesting outcomes include the possibility that limits can be seen as targets, in which case some change in the visual display may be needed to reinforce the idea of staying below indicated levels. In a paper on audio data compression, Kingbu Huang and a group of co-researchers discuss how frequency bandwidth can be enhanced during decoding by using a general adversarial network. The network evaluates the relationship between high and low frequency spectra and uses a discriminant network to get a more natural result. The results are compared using existing bandwidth extension scheme from the MPEG stable. Johannes Nowak and Georg Fischer then describe modeling the perception of system errors when modeling spherical microphone arrays. They look in particular at the impact of spatial aliasing, system noise, and microphone positioning errors using perceptual tests in an auditory model. The results show that the errors can be predicted rather well using nonlinear modeling techniques such as artificial neural networks. Finally, Matteo Tocorli and his colleagues look at preferred levels of background ducking in audio production to facilitate speech intelligibility. 
often background ambience or music is ducked when there is speech present. And it seems that the preference for how much is done is highly personal. It seems to depend, too, on whether commentary is present over music or ambience. The authors managed to find a computational model that could match the preferred levels of difference for various program items with good accuracy. In the second part of this month's issue, following the news of the Standards Committee's activities, we have a comprehensive report on the New York Convention, plus a full rundown of all the papers that were presented there, the exhibitors, and sponsors. Then, in Room Acoustics, Old Wine and New Skins, Francis Rumsey discusses papers presented at the New York Convention on various new developments in the field. There are calls for nominations to the Board of Governors, as well as for wards nominations, and we present a full index of the volume 67 of the journal alongside with a rundown of the latest AES bylaws. This is all complemented by an obituary for audio innovator Bill Watkins and a book review of Recording Classical Music by Robert Toft. You can find all this plus news of recent AES section meetings around the world in the December issue of the AES Journal. For the Audio Engineering Society, I'm Alan Watson.